The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome, my brother, my brother, me and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis of McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother in 30 under 30, Griffin McElroy. I love that feudal vibe, Travis. Thank you. Hello, yeah. everyone. <laughs> I love everything we do on this podcast is feudal, Justin. Feudal. Oh, feudal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have chosen. My summer aesthetic. I'm ready to announce it. I've, oh, I've, I've been on pins and needles. Yeah, I did kind of a soft opening, and now I'm ready to do a hard opening. Just the vibe, the look, the feel, yeah, the smell, I'm the ready. taste. It's pineapple. Now, here's the thing. Travis, what do you mean? I'll tell you, Griffin. Thank you for asking. Yeah. I've got pineapple shorts, pineapple socks, pineapple sleep pants, the pineapple summer fruit. t-shirts. I'm not done. Yeah, oh, okay. I've got pineapple in my fridge. I've got pineapple button-ups. I've got a pineapple candle. I've got yeah. some pineapple tea. Everything's pineapple. Okay, now go. Well, what I loved about that segment is that it was a good way of ch- uh, checking your audio because your plosives are so bad, man. Pineapple. And you got to move your your pop filter away. And that it's was not a my good pop filter. Or oh, it's plosives. so b- Yeah, Trav, every time you say it, it's like getting punched. It's my big, beautiful lips. <laughs> Luxurious. Mm. That's my guy for the summer. <laughs> my aesthetic is this guy. <laughs> Just uh, everything that happens in life. You, know, you ever meet these people in books and film where they are so delighted by everything mm. that seems to be happening around them? And you think, what? what are they on? Well... Maybe they just decided that was their summer aesthetic, and that's who I am. <laughs> Stock market looking good. What's the clothes like for that one? Get this. I'm going to wear khaki shorts Ooh. and relaxed T-shirts with different beaches on them. Uh-huh. That sounds like uh... kind of a relaxing yeah. sort of... That no, sounds fairly standard, Justin's summer. Yeah, no though. shit. I keep oh. a summer aesthetic 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Just because the calendar has caught up to my look doesn't mean I'm going to reinvent myself to keep it fresh. Can I offer maybe same khaki shorts and beach t-shirts? Higher up. An well, but, very but good. But also maybe like a monocle and walking stick is what okay. I was going to say. Okay. So Mr. Peanut, Mr. Spicy yeah. Hot Summer Peanut. A little bit of Mr. Spicy Hot Summer Mister, Peanut. Mr. Boiled Peanut. If yes. Because I like I'm, to take it down Georgia. I like it to Georgia. Yeah. I like to take it down Tybee Island, get the boiled peanuts. 
Get those at any roadside Maybe stand. a prawn lean. Yeah, maybe treat myself to a prawn lean, which is a prawn that has been canned. Oh, the most southern food imaginable. The most southern food imaginable, the prawn lean. Kentucky, a Georgia fried prawn lean. A Georgia fried prawn lean. Fried and then boiled. We fry them and we boil them and we fry them again and they disintegrate. <laughs> and we watch and we it. snort them. And we love it. Snort them and they're delicious. Talk. My grandpap used to do it. This is my summer aesthetic. Mine, big Michelle Tanner sunglasses. Uh huh. Candy necklace, candy bracelet, candy bracelet. One for each wrist. Oh, okay. And I guess ecstasy. <laughs> I I guess sort of just like a nice '90s sort of rave rave kid, glow in the dark body paint, but worn during the day. Body spray. Uh, the, the spray is there. Body spray, spray tan. That's essential. You know, candy necklaces are fun when you're a kid, and when you become a parent, you realize that they are the literal worst. They mm. are permanent stickiness. Hmm. That's hmm. interesting. It's an interesting concept, isn't it? Usually the 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 way of your life, the two different th- you kind of let go of night and day and start to cling to sticky or not sticky. Those are just kind of the two phases that your life is in. Either your child is sticky or they're not sticky. What candy jewelry suggests is, "Hey, take the sticky with you. Take the sticky all year round in the car." At the carpet store? Yeah. Yeah, anywhere. Your kid can be sticky, which is a moment's in a moment's notice. And they and you can't throw it away because it's jewelry. It's a permanent object that just is sticky. Hard all to the time. sneak away from the child. Cannot, cannot, cannot sneak away. Mitch with this. Sticky belt. Sticky Ooh. belt. Ooh. A sticky belt. Webbed made of fruit up. leather? Made of nerd's rope. Webbed. Okay. Webbed nerds rope sticky belt, wear it all day, get the sticky pants, but not in the naughty way. So that's my aesthetic, just a real... Sticky boy? Candy boy. Candy boy, thank you, Justin. We have pineapple boy, uh, successful man, I guess, and the sticky... I believe it was luxurious man. Luxurious man and... (laughs) There's nothing to imply that a non-successful person couldn't be luxurious. And a sticky boy. Let's get into the advice. Just a month's old follow-up. I'm currently listening to episode 365. And just want to let you know, as someone who works in emergency services, we always instruct people stuck in elevators to not try to climb out until a technician or first responder tells them it's okay. People can get cut in half as Griffin worries. Cool vibe to start the show with (laughs) Travis. Cool vibe. Next thing. Next I just want thing. I wanted to make sure Griffin knew that his fears were justified. Thanks. Think, That's a service I, I never requested from you, and I'm glad you've came through with it. Um, we should maybe do PSAs more. Just like every once in a while have a PSA. PSAs specifically relating to Griffin's fears. Mm. No, I don't think that that's the kind of vibe we want to harness. Because as somebody who is currently managing a previously mismanaged anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. I have found that no matter how much you want to do your funny show, sometimes the spookies can get in there. No, go ahead, go ahead. Turn, turn my mental nightmare hellscape into your playground, Travis. We did a whole fucking episode about tarantulas. I think maybe I can mention this one thing about elevators. 
Yeah. Uh, Travis, that was for television. Oh, <laughs> that, was, a that lot was all make believe. That was, well, no, I mean, I would do something like that for television. Gotcha, 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 <laughs> Th- gotcha. This is a podcast. I mean, come on. Is it because the stakes are lower here, so it's so just not much, worth it? It's just okay. not worth it. Got it. The got stakes it, are it, so it, much it, lower. It, it's just it, a podcast. Just a podcast. For television, though. Damn, my hands smell like pizza so bad. Can I stop <laughs> podcast and wash my hands? Stop the show. What? Lee I ate Griffin. pizza for lunch three hours ago. Hands smell like sausage, mushroom, pizza. Stinks really bad. Hey, I have a bottle of water here. I'm going to try and dump some of this on my hands. Okay, ah. you try that. I got I'm some water. That three hours ago, I also had lunch pizza. Oh. I had a salad. Oh, the stink won't come out. Oof, was, oof, it, oof. was it reheated, Griffin? Yes, yes. It made the stink go crazy and <laughs> wild t- on the pizza bread. <laughs> Can I tell you something that, that will treat you right? Yeah. If you haven't tried it already, fold oh. it in half and put it in a waffle iron. You oh. will never reheat pizza And then put the waffle better. iron in the microwave. No, come don't on. don't do that. Do my thing, though. It works. Is there a cool way to run with a backpack on? I just returned to grad school, and I want to make a great impression. However, I'm usually late to class. <laughs> And I'm always tempted to kick it up to a jog. How can I swiftly haul my precious books and impress my peers at the same time? That's from Encumbered in East Lansing. You know what I like? What do you like? When you get there to your desk at class, that's your assigned seat uh, for grad school. You know how they do that in grad school? They assign you seats and they do roll call and everything, the whole nine yards. And when I would walk into class... And I would take my backpack and I would just kind of fucking underhand chuck it into the side of my desk and sit down with a huff every class, every day. Damn, that was a good look. Such a power play. Let everybody know I am not one to be effed with today. A real like book bag bad boy. I I wish, God, I wish I could remember who said it. I can't remember if it was a performer or an individual, but someone once said that everybody running with with a backpack on is instantly Michael Sarah. <laughs> There's something about it that's so funny to me. Is the problem with this? Is the problem with this? Let me hit. I'm I'm theorizing here. I'm not making any grand statements, so don't like just don't tweet me. Give me a second. Is the problem that if you see somebody wearing a backpack, your instant assumption is they're in school hmm. of some sort, some mm-hmm. sort of school, and if they're running. And they're going to school. That makes them a nerd. Right? They're excited to get there. Well, no, there's one of two things. Either they're excited to get there, or they're just so darn worried that teacher's gonna give them a demerit. They gotta hurry up. Like, it's, yes. they're both lame. Like, I think that the problem is you just assume that they don't want to get a little ruler smack on the wrist. They gotta hurry up and get to class. It's adorable. Which- the irony there, Justin, is that if I saw somebody wearing a book bag and like skateboarding to school, Thank I would you. think, oh, how yeah. cool is that? But that yes. person's going to get there so much faster than someone okay, running. Get there. They, they are maybe more worried about timeliness yes. than anybody else, except they're going to get hassled by Officer Peterson. Yes, on the as, quad. Evidence, <laughs> as evidenced by the film Back to the Future, where Marty McFly panics, says, oh, I'm late, and he skateboards real hard to school. Yeah. And let's talk about this stupid saddlebag that is a messenger bag. You cannot run in one of these things. No. The, pin- the pendular motion with which it swings hard into your butt cheeks 
is a non-starter. You get to class like you just got a big fresh spanking from the strongest man in the world. Please don't tweet, tweet me if you have a backpack and don't go to classes. I have a backpack and don't go to classes, except for my master class I'm currently taking online with Steve Martin teaching me comedy. So I guess I am in the educational system Mother. after a fashion. Now we have to talk about that for a long time because that's <laughs> I wild. Think, I don't think nah, juice. Nah, how, juice. how long was the class on arrow through the head? Is that yeah. a long one? Huh? There is a there is a props class. I'm currently at lesson ten, student session workshopping Tim's act. So this is Tim and hit three <laughs> of his friends do their stand up. Not even do their stand up, guys. It's wilder than that. They they wrote down their stand up. And they their act, and they give it to Steve Martin, and the, the Arrow Man looks at it and reads their stand up act, and then critiques it as he reads it, what? and then asks them like how they perform it, and like I'm screaming at the screen like just let him do it, Steve, just do your act for Steve Martin. It feels like you paid money to watch somebody else go to school. Well, no, that's just one. Like that's lesson ten before uh, from lesson one through eight. It's uh. Getting started in comedy, gathering material, finding your comedic voice, developing a comedic persona. It just in the first few lessons, you're going to get Steve Martin telling a great anecdote about Charles Grodin insisting that when he sees two people fighting, it's important that he let them fight so he can watch and learn about for his writing, for his craft, and also some very good impressions of Chris Rock by Steve Martin oh, that I don't yeah, think no are, amount of money I wouldn't <laughs> pay for that. I don't think are okay. It's it's just not appropriate. It's also he does an impression of for reasons that I cannot detail here because the class is behind a paywall. He <laughs> he, he he does an impression of Chris Rock doing the Groucho Marx bit about I would never join any club that would have me as a member. And he's like, I can't help but think, what if Steve, what if Chris Rock did that bit? Here's what it might sound like. Oh, no. Steve. And then right after, he's like, I'm not an impressionist, but you get the idea. And it's like, I do get an idea, Steve. You can't. the one. That is a bullshit catch-all for any (laughs) impression. I'm not a juggler, but you get the idea. Can you, what if you run with the backpack in your hands? Ooh. What if you just hold the backpack as a a convenient container for the books and apples that you have but you just hold it in your hands and you run with that out in front of you what if mm, what if you carried it in a little wagon behind you is that cooler i think that that could be good a little wagon if a little (laughs) so the little wagon travis would have all my books and apples in it that's a great thing about the wagon is if you need to if you get there early just put a little sign just hang a little sign on the wagon that says apples one shiny quarter Uh and then you can make a little side money before you go into class because you're exactly. selling apples. Exactly. But you could put like some sick flame decals on the wagon and really dress it up. That's like, Trav, I think that's maybe the dumbest fucking thing you've ever said. Because <laughs> I people, did it! People are going to think that you're selling spicy apples. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, if I... they see the flames on there, they're going to think, ah, this is a spicy apple guy. Oh, oh, I don't want apple. those southern spicy apples. What am I? A luxurious man? <laughs> a southern style spicy apple boil. A southern style spicy apple boiled? No thanks. I can't handle that kind of flavor. A quarter is a good deal, though. For a whole apple? For a whole 
hey, do I have to split the apple with anybody? Or do I pay a quarter and it's all mine? Because it just says apple, which is both the item and like the the multiple version, like the amount and the number is both apple. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, that's beautiful. That's because Steve teach you that one. Steve taught me that one. Now, Steve <laughs> taught me the importance of editing, so I'll be taking that out later. Um, Griffin, do you have a Yahoo that you'd like to share with us? I do. Here's a um, one of those Yahoos mm. sent in by Lauren McGregor. Thank you, Lauren. It's Yahoo Answers user. They're anonymous, but I'll call them. Bavis asks, need to create a chapter for Fight Club? I need to create a new chapter for Fight Club as part of my culminating activity. It can start anywhere in the book or can even be about a character specifically. I need ideas. Oh, I misunderstood that I thought we were talking about chapter like new branch of a group. No, this is a chapter in the book Fight Club by beloved author (laughs) Chuck Polyink. And it can go anywhere in the book. So like right in the middle, it could be like, and that's when Tyler and I started Fight Club. On a different note, I also <laughs> took a trip to the laundry. <laughs> oh, that's good. We can drop that one in pretty much anywhere between chapters one and final chapter. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe it can be a nice sort of, you're in the rising action of the climax of the book, and then it's like, but wait a minute, Tyler is gone rogue. Everything's gone all shitty and bad, but this laundry's not going to clean itself. <laughs> it's got the blood of myself and all of my guy friends on it from the fight club. So I went there and didn't have enough quarters. So I said, anybody want to fight me? If I win, I'll get your quarters. And they said, yes. And I had a sad realization that I was the fight club the whole time. And that was the big twist of fight club. I was the fight club. And everybody looked at me and they were like, is it? And I said, yeah, that's guy blood. Just a bunch of fellas duking it out with the guys. Just with the fellas. The original name of the group was Guy Club. <laughs> then we, Guy all got so, we all got so darn angry. But then we came up with the masterpiece of a name that is Fight Club, not Fighting Club. <laughs> <laughs> I that's for Fights Club. But I said no. If you and your group of guy friends wanted to get together and eat at nice restaurants around the city, get to know the culinary scene across the town in which you live. We call it Eat Club. <laughs> and it's nice. It's me. It's Ty Ty. It's Meatloaf. Are you making fun of me because I was in Food Club in college? No. Okay. Food Club is one thing. Eat Club's another. Okay, food so Food Club is a fine name. Travis food has- Club was good. Travis has a good chapter idea. Could we do... I don't know that I know enough about Fight Club to come up with a sort of post-script that would be especially entertaining. But I think maybe we could do a before first chapter, chapter zero. Mm -hmm. Mm, A prequel. A table setter. I got this one. How about this? It's the climactic scene in the Fight Club, but chapter zero. Edward Norton is there fighting Tyler Durden. Guess he beats him. And then that other person is there and they watch as all the bombs go off and it's so sad or good. I don't know. And then what happens? Men in Black show up and they (gasps) say, sorry, folks. They flash them and they forget it. And then they start the cycle over again. Oh, oh, Griffin. And that's chapter zero, too. Right. Uh So, And then we get the same chapter. Then we bookend it. 
Yes. We start with Flash, and I couldn't remember how I got there. But my friend Brad Pitt was there, and then that starts, right? And then you get to the end, and it ends with the Flash. And you're like, oh, my Yeah, and it says at the bottom, for the rest of the story, turn back to page one. And then, what do you know? They're reading our book forever, and we're making money, 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 money. That's right. Every time they read, dollars, dollars, dollars. Did you finish New Fight Club? I don't think i did Mm. i'm still like in it maybe they could finally do a scene about who got the belt oh yeah and and they were like and we realized that we didn't have a belt the whole time and that's why things went so bad Mm because no one ever got to be the champion (laughs) of fight club yeah so then we bought a belt at the store a special metal belt like on wrestling shows and then we that was, and it said best buddy and it said best fight. <laughs> we we're like, wait. So I'm a fight. You're the best fight. Good. Yep. A good club. And then and and that's all there is to tell. I've been Chuck Palahniuk. I'm also the main character in this book. The end. Thanks for enjoying my book. And he ties himself in like Stephen King. Yeah. Thanks for reading my book. Now look into this flashy light. Whoa. <laughs> When my parents are ready to eat dinner, they always insist on waiting for me to get to the table before they start. This is usually fine, but they'll often wait even when I'm in the bathroom. If I'm taking a long time, they'll sometimes ask in a joking manner, did you fall in? How am I supposed... Sorry. Oof. Okay. How am I supposed to respond to this without saying I'm in the middle of a very important... You know... (laughs) poop knowing that right outside the bathroom door my parents are sitting at the dinner table forks in hand and ready to chow down that's from embarrassing situation in the empire state Mm, a new york dookie (laughs) a new york dookie here's the thing about this one of you either your parents or you is either horrible at timing dinner or timing poops or is like purposefully fucking with the other. Yeah. Yeah. Like they see you reach for the bathroom door handle and they're like, time for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Um, what so what's the fix here that they start eating without you? Because that's a bomber, I think, right? I think it's good to eat dinner together as a family and it's not, you know, it's it's not anybody's fault that your intestines are rude or whatever. Maybe a chin height serving window between the bathroom and the now we room? are cooking. I get so lonerly in there. <laughs> and all I want is a little boat porthole that I can just sort of crack open and just be like, I love you, Mommy and Daddy. How's the... Oh, Mommy and Daddy, how's the Salisbury steak? That looks so great. I'm excited to... <laughs> have some of that. Sorry. You know how it is. New York City. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Always gets me. If you're in New York, how do you fight the temptation to append um, New York style to every item that you order? yes. (laughs) I would like a New York style Big Mac and a New York style (laughs) medium fry and a New York style apple pie, please. Because I'm going to take a New York style dump later. I just hate talking about poops. I was hoping, you know how we always have these great non sequiturs and 
they lead us away from the central topic. I was mm-hmm. hoping we might be able to stop. Talking yeah, let's about. let's get on. Let's ride that. We could do what I do, which is sometimes I use nap as a euphemism for going to the bathroom. I'm like, We're I need to go take a nap. Bathroom again. But that's what I'm saying is we can use naps. Like I'm going to take a New York style nap, and oh. then you don't know which one I'm talking about. You mean in the sense of this podcast, and not in the sense of your life. Is that what you mean? Like in the in your life, you say I'm going to go take a nap. Sometimes I think it's fun. It's just a fun <laughs> thing I do. That's okay. a, a lie. Well, it's one of my eccentricities. I don't like. I can't. Okay, I have a wife and a lot of kids. Uh huh. I cannot imagine saying I'm going to take a nap, not taking a nap, and then having to live with the expectations that are put onto a person who has napped. Because you, if if people think you have napped, you had better be at your best self. Especially if you're a parent to several kids. You have got to be the best you you can be for that nap. And it better have been worth it. And I can't imagine trying to live up to that when I've not actually gotten the nap in question. Well, way to really poke holes in the fun thing that I do, Justin. Way to take a little bit of the fire out of my eyes. That's fine. That's a single par- that's a single kid parent move. I'm telling you, when you get to the big leagues of multiple plentiful children, then it's just not going to fly anymore. You're going to have to be a little bit more deliberate with your why I'm leaving the rooms. <laughs> I mean, FaceTime? FaceTime. Interesting. Because that's yeah. sort of the worst of both worlds, isn't it, Griff? Because then you're not eating, and people are watching you use the bathroom. It's pretty much the worst. Well, no, it's we, perfect. We saw both. One, we do a tasteful crop. Uh-huh. <laughs> How about it, Tim? How about that button? I'm not talking about art film angles of the bottom half. I'm no, talking right. about a tight crop on my beautiful sun face while I'm in the toilet. And maybe a filter, so it also seems like, oh, maybe he's in the speakeasy column yes. instead of like, oh, we'll have the pull-down screens like in Pee-wee, mm-hmm. and pull it down, like, maybe he isn't FaceTiming us from the restroom, but instead is on a beach. You know, they don't know. And I tell you, the other thing we're going to need, Juice, is some bathroom food, and not the dinner that you're going to eat when you finish up and get to the table, but just sort of special food you keep in the bathroom so you can at least sort of Complete the fantasy that you're having a nice meal with your parents. Um, like so, cook-style fake food? No, don't know why. That's always the well you run to. I'm talking about real-ass wheat thins. <laughs> oh, Just a plate, a plate of them there for my convenience, so that my parents know I still love them enough to have a nice, you know, hot meal with them. Oh, like rehearsal food. Like, we, we had that in theater Practice where you would have, food. like, rehear- so you would just have, like, little blocks to represent your steak and potatoes and stuff. Let's uh let's take a break. Let's go well, to the music. I want to end this on a funny, like anything even oh, remotely funny. Do a joke thing, Griffin. Hmm. A lot of pressure. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing about writing a joke. This uh-huh. is what Steve told me. What Steve taught me is you're gonna take, you're gonna do what they think. <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna make them think you're get gonna the do most, something. Get the most you're, gonna make, class. you're gonna make them think you're gonna do something. And then you're going to just twist it or invert it in an ironic way. Can you do that? Can you just make us think you're going to say something and then at the end you twist it? Yeah. Go, Griffin. So what if you um, came out of the bathroom and your parents are like, did you fall in? 
And then you say, my life. (laughs) (laughs) I about 15% expected you to say my wife. So I I don't think. Actually, I I, could have called that. I'll try again. I'll try again. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Well, if you come out, you're pretty Wait, hold on. Do you want me to write these down as you're doing them? Because this is kind of joke writing that we've still. Can we do notes? Maybe notes. notes. Okay. I'll pretend I'm Steve. Okay. So you come out of the bathroom and your parents say, Did you fuck? But you're already yelling at them, Do not go in there. Do not go in there. Do not. Do so, not a quick, quick, quick note for you, Griffin. If we're talking Ooh. about inversion, maybe do go in there. <laughs> go check that out. Yeah. Now, who are you? Because I'm Steve, and I don't understand who Travis is. I'm Martin Short. Okay. Who is teaching a different class, but at the same time as Steve Martin's. <laughs> My uh, Skype messed up, but it sounded like you said Martin Short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's what you did. I am Martin Short. <laughs> Martin Sharp. <laughs> hey. Okay. I think we got something there. You know, he's an extrovert. That's what Steve says. He said most comedians are introverted, but not 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 Martin Sharp. <laughs> not Martin Short. Um, who I would still love to have on the program. If he's got any spare time, I would love him to come by. And Steve too. Bring your friend Steve. Uh from house sitter. Um, th- nope, see, now we need another joke again, Justin, because you went through that. <laughs> Steve Farton. <laughs> okay. Very, see, that's a good closer. And that is the joke that we'll close on at that. You're note. talking about it too much. Wait, wait, sh- stop, stop. What did, he, what did he say? What did he say? Steve Farton. Steve Farton. No, and we got it. No, we got to keep looking. No, that's the joke. No, I'll, let you, we'll I'll let you know we've got a good enough joke to go to the money zone, but that wasn't it, and you know it. Okay, well, do another one, Griff. Yeah, go in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> and your parents say... Can you uh, stop for a second? I don't I don't want to mean to critique you, um, but I it, I would love if you could kind of warm warm us up a little bit, because you're coming out cold. We, oh, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know us. We don't know you. A little if crowd you, work? A little crowd work. Okay. But don't just do like... How's everybody doing? Because Steve says that's a huge wasted opportunity. You've just Jesus. wasted one of the best this moments. This sucks for me. This sucks for me to like be here and be a part of it. So like I can't imagine what listening to it. You're, um, you could do it. I believe in you. So I was in the bathroom the other day. How are you guys doing, by the way? <laughs> Love to see you. Okay. Um, uh, see a lot of lonely hearts out there tonight. Let's see if we can't do anything about that. Um, what? I'd love to, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to give each of you a gentle kiss, but I was in the bathroom and my parents came, I, my parents came out of the bathroom and then I was at the dinner table. (laughs) (laughs) And I say, I was like, did you fall in? And they said, no, we're, we did a divorce. Let me tell you, (laughs) how about this? What if you, we're doing a, we're doing a divorce. (laughs) <laughs> what if you make them come in after you? They will be so... Well, it's a waiting game at this point. Eventually, they're going to come check on you. And if you've waited them out long enough, they're going to be so happy that you're okay that they're not going to be mad that their steak is cold. Is this a note for Griffin? Are you telling him how to do the... Did no. you fall in? I did. Please, God, help me. I'm trying you, to answer the question. You say go... You could say go... Um, what did you fall in? Uh, just go in the bathroom. There's something you need to see. They go in. They fall in the tiger pit you built in there, and you lean over the edge and you say, "Did you fall in?" <laughs> I'm gonna eat your macaroni. And then you eat all their macaroni. 
Now that felt like a my brother, my brother me joke. Now we can go to the fucking money zone. Let's go. Why was that so hard? It was so hard because Justin kept talking for 15 minutes about Steve Martin's nugs, his dank nugs a whiz. The rest of us are trying to make a fucking podcast over here. Justin's talking about this. I'm trying to elevate it. I'm tired of spinning our wheels. I want it to be something special and funny. Justin's out here telling us about the great fucking mixed nuts behind the scenes stories he saw on the fucking internet that he paid $4,000 to see. Travis and I are out here trying to make a fucking podcast. Did you hear me say Steve Farden? I've been working on that for six weeks. Right, Justin, and it's the, that was a gift tra- Travis gave you. And I burned that because Justin fucking wouldn't shut up about it. I burned that joke. Steve Martin helped me write that joke. <laughs> he said, if worse comes to worse, you can always say Steve Farden. And I said, thank you, Steve. Now we need another joke before we go to the fucking money zone. <laughs> this is purgatory. This is the Endless Fight Club book. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, moving on to the money zone. Let's go. I want to tell you all about Squarespace. Squarespace is a website you do to make other websites. You turn your cool idea that you have in your brain for into a new website that you use to showcase your work, or you can up, up announce an upcoming event or a special project, and more. So maybe you want to sell uh, your hat. Uh, that's all the website ideas I can think of right now. But Squarespace can help you by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, give you powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. It gives you free and secure hosting. And you got nothing to patch or upgrade ever because it's internet, baby. Uh, anyway, go to squarespace.com and slash my brother, which is still part of the URL. So squarespace.com slash my brother for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, Use the offer code MYBROTHER to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash MYBROTHER, all one word. Enter the code MYBROTHER. I would like to tell you about Ring. Hello? Oh, sorry. I thought it was a scary phone call. Oh, see, I was going to say the scary movie one. With the, with the person in the TV? God. Oh, why, do we, think why is it a battle every time? Okay. Why is it a battle every time? Here's Why can't you let me just give you a gift of comedy? <laughs> Do we all need to take Steve's fucking class together? You see the kind of shit that I'm coming out with, though. I'm coming out every single one. Justin's talking about fire. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's harnessed Steve's red fire. Travis and I are out here in the cold because we didn't know that we had to step up our game with the comedy classes. <laughs> That's what the disconnect is because I'm I'm used to working with professional like Steve. <laughs> you work with Steve, and we're just well, bringing the fucking bringing big, the chat. A big part of his class is him saying the setups of jokes, and then you say the punchline back to him, and he just sort of nods knowingly. Um, but and, I, and that has really been a good confidence booster for wait, me. Wait, can he see you? He can see you. Yeah, it's a two-way thing. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a holo- It's more. It's not that Steve Martin. That, okay, I understand the confusion. motherfucker. I see what? a text now where Justin says we're all going to do those master class classes online, but he didn't say the Steve Martin one. I took the Wolfgang Puck one. Okay, for where he teaches you about body massage. <laughs> I guys, think that guys, was Wolf- Wolfgang, Wolfgang Puck. Wolf- Wolfgang Pucks. Oh, let me do one. Hold on. Let me okay. try one. This is good. <laughs> Wait, you can't edit out my Wolfgang Pucks. <laughs> edit it out. Wolfgang, Wolfgang Pucks. Time to fuck. And it's a sex <laughs> class taught by Wolfgang Puck. 
Hello, it's me, Wolfgang Pack, and I'm ready to teach. It's time. It's time to go. Let's go. I know about four discrete erogenous zones. Okay, you are HR Geeker. Yeah, I'm basically Super HR Geeker. Uh, I love Ring. I've I, I was actually excited when uh, they signed on as a sponsor because I um, love that check. But also, I also I was already a Ring user. You, you slap one of these bad boys to your door, and then when any when there's any motion outside, you're going to get a notification about it. And uh, it, it it is a great way to protect your home. It's a great way to like see if you want to get up. When somebody rings the doorbell and maybe it's just like a package or something, you get to see who's there. Um, one of the really neat features is, is that it has like a community feature where if people have noticed some weird stuff in their area, uh, you'll actually get a notification about it. And like maybe they've appended a video clip. I got a really str- – which is also just like – it's really surreal. I got one where this woman was going – Door to door in Southern Ohio and scratching numbers into people's door frames and then running away. What? And, that and, is an and ARG. It was, like, it was like five different clips of the same woman doing the same thing. And that, my friends, is worth the price of admission, <laughs> yeah. as far as I'm concerned, on a ring uh, doorbell. You can respond to anybody using your smartphone. So if they press the button to to you know obviously ring the bell, you're you're gonna get a notification on your phone that says, "Hey, somebody's." Uh, Ring your bell, and you can answer it and actually talk to them um, through your phone. And you can and also, I, I didn't that realize includes this when I, you're not home, which is yeah. one of the things I really dig. You can buy um, sort of like chimes that you plug into outlets, and they'll chime too uh, when when uh, your doorbell goes off. So it's just like a regular doorbell. It's not just your phone, which is something I didn't know when I signed up. But <clears throat> it's very, it's a it's a very cool thing. And right now, as one of our listeners, you can save up to a hundred and fifty dollars off a Ring of Security kit. When you go to ring.com slash my brother, up to $150 off the ring of security. There's the video doorbell. There's the ring floodlight camera. There's, you get stuff, you know? An old timey ship cannon. And you used to blast those robbers. You get an old timey ship cannon and then they try to come into your house and you get them. You just get them. Fuck a cloud. With the big ship cannon. <laughs> there are no ship cannons in as part of the ring of security. I'm sorry. It's a bunch of paint cans tied onto long strands of rope that you hang up over your staircases. Uh, and some uh, broken Christmas ornaments. So again, you can save up to $150 for all that. The cameras, the doorbell, the paint cans, the big ship cannon. When you go to ring.com slash my brother, up to a, uh, $150 off at ring.com slash my brother. Ring.com slash my brother. It does not come with paint cans. Or a ship cannon. And I'll go ahead and apologize right now to Ring so that I don't have to send the email later. Uh, I want to tell you about Fat Owl Fashion. Fat Owl Fashion is a small, independently owned fashion boutique providing unique, handmade, stylish clothing and accessories. Fat Owl Fashion specializes in adaptive fashions for the disabled community, LGBTQ pride wear, plus sizes, and gender non-restrictive clothing. If you can't find something that's your perfect style, custom designs for everything from costumes, pageant gowns, or ready-to-wear items are available. So you can visit fatowl.fashion, that's F-A-T-O-W-L dot fashion, and enter the code SHRIMPHEAVENNOW, all one word, at checkout, and you'll receive 20% off your order. So go check that out. That's 
that's a really cool idea. That's Fat a cool idea. Dot fashion. It's a cool idea and the best name for any business I've ever heard in my entire life. It's excellent. And the some of the they've got a um uh, a t shirt that uh is is sort of for the uh pansexual community and it's a big stack of pancakes and it says pantastic <laughs> and it is delightful and it makes it's you really very happy. Good. It's great stuff. And they've all got a fun sense of humor about it and i think it seems like a good place to shop for duds holy shit i get to read this next one it's for avital it's from rishi who oh, says shit. yep i saw him on stage and he was singing out to heaven i swear arms outstretched so at peace with himself just so free i started crying 15 years ago you avital isaacs wrote that about chris martin two years ago i told the world one year ago i created www.cold playcrybaby.com now it has become a prayer and this my pilgrimage (laughs) well let's go ahead and stop by that website gonna go ahead and check it out and it is i'm happy to report very good it's a very good website it looks (laughs) uh you know what i'm not gonna ruin it just go to this website and hey don't go on your phone Get a big screen. It may in front break of you. your phone. It may break your phone, honestly. It, if if you can attach it to your TV, <laughs> use your TV as a monitor. <laughs> Maybe just leave it in long enough for it to burn him. It is a working fucking member. Shit. It is a working member of the Coldplay Web Ring. The very first website that it took me to says, thank you for visiting my site. After years of running the site for four years, I've decided to take it down to focus on seeking a degree in chemical engineering. I still love Coldplay, exclamation point. And that is the first, first uh, page in the (coughs) ultimate Coldplay web ring. So the the ring is broken for Coldplay. Juice, hit me with this next one. This is a message for Dorothy and Desi, and it's from Marcus Carver. And it says, this is for my lovely wife, Dorothy, and our pretty okay roommate, Desi. I hope you guys like being embarrassed by me for years to come. I hope we had fun at Mabim Bam Live in Chicago. <laughs> I hope Holy you did, too. Holy shit. Really got in early. I guess you would have had to, eh? Um, yeah, because those shows were in December, so. Um, I also hope you had a good time. I don't remember that show at all, because I forget uh, what we do out there pretty much as soon as we go off the stage. But uh, I'm sure we delivered the necessary product, the minimum <laughs> viable product. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you see that macro show? Yeah, I loved it. They just, they delivered the necessary product, and I enjoyed it. I consumed well, I, it. I consumed it, and I didn't get my money back. So I'm assuming the transaction was satisfactory to all parties involved. The Dead Pilot Society podcast brings you hilarious comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Aubrey Plaza, Andy Richter, Paul F. Tompkins, John Hodgman, Adam Scott, Molly Shannon, Busy Phillips, Tom Lennon, Anna Camp, Laurie Metcalf, Felicia Day, Michael Ian Black, Adam Savage, Paul Shear, Ben Schwartz, Skylar Aston, Mae Whitman, Josh Molina, Ben Feldman, Nicole Byer, Jason Ritter, Sarah Chalk, Steve Agee, Jane Levy, Allison Tolman, Danielle Nicolette, Casey Wilson, Anna Ortiz, Lorraine Newman, June Diane Raphael, Kieran Chipka, Ed Week, Zach Knight, and Carrie Kenny Silver, John Ross Bowie, Jamie Denbo, Janet Varney, Alexander Torsani, Summer, Ellen Ross, and many more. Listen at Mac- MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. How about a Yahoo? Yes, I would love it, Griffin. I would love it. Take me away. This Yahoo is sent in by Kayla Blair. Thank you, Kayla. It's Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something's gone wrong. I'm going to call him. Poral asks, why you don't hear teens singing the Sitting in the Tree song? You notice back in high school, no one bothered saying the singing. You noticed? Fuck me. Gosh.
You noticed back in high school, no one bothered saying the singing in the tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G motto. When I was around a girl, it's like dead in high school and still after, especially for a 20-year-old, or persuade you, kiss a girl and make ooh or kissy sounds when taunting you over a crush. I cannot. Okay. I cannot connect these words into yeah. thought. I was trying to let the the syllables that you were saying yeah. turn into visual input through my various cortex tor- cortices in yeah. my brain, and it wouldn't actually happen. None it of it rough. would <clears throat> congeal. I the think- only thing I could take away from this question, and maybe this is not what they were asking, but it seems like they're asking. Why don't people taunt adults sitting together with the K-I-S-S-I-N-G song? No, I think it's t- they're talking about teens today. Don't no. do sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Motto, now, specific, I heard the number 20 in there. Yeah, now that the, now I'm 20, and I imagine they're a fresh 20-year-old, and during their high school experience, nobody was doing it, but they know back in the day it was hot as hell. And mm. there's a lot of reasons I feel like teens don't do it today. It's a little normative for one thing. The other thing is teens today talk about like Tell me. Go for it. They'll talk they'll say like they'll say like the suck. You know what Uh I mean? Yeah. They're worried about other Jarens, aside from kissing. Yeah. R U B B I N D. (laughs) Yeah. Or like H A N D I N G. Handing, yeah. Yeah. Innocence is gone. In the internet age, we uh-huh. gave it up in exchange for memes, and if you ask me, not worth it. <laughs> um, but I just don't think this is a... P-O-R-K-I-N-G. I don't, I don't think the teens are saying porkin', Trav. <laughs> you don't think? P-O-R-K-I-N-S. We're talking about porkins. <laughs> <laughs> From Star That's the Wars. problem. Kids these days aren't kissing because they're so worried about tertiary Star Wars characters. Trav, what you just said, I think, might not be entirely inaccurate. <laughs> I think what you just said is not entirely wrong. Um, the teens don't sing the sitting in a tree song. They don't taunt each other for kissing anymore. I just think it's a very, just the vibe's different. It's more, um, you know, mature. Can I, I think, can I pitch a new version of the song? And I, I guess... Will- is it going to be say, about porking or boning or no, anything no, no, gross? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Much more mature. Um, I'm going to say, uh, uh, I, I'm just going to pick. I'm just going to say Tom and Tim, right? Just to keep it. I don't know what you're about to say, but if you could not use the name of our twin cousins, yeah, 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 yeah Tim yeah, and yeah, Tom, yeah. that would just be so yeah, yeah, grand. Yeah. How about John and John? Okay, okay, good. That's good. John and John sitting in a tree. S I T T I N G. Yeah. That's and then great. It's just, then it's just and then like they're just bra- they're bragging about the yeah. spelling they can do. Look at how good I am at spelling and how good they are at sitting. Yeah. John and John sitting in a tree. S P E L L I N G. That's right. <laughs> oh. Crushing it. Sitting in a tree. T R E E. E E E. Sitting here out. Sitting in a tree. (laughs) John and John. Sitting in a tree. J O H N A N D J O H N S I T T I N G T R E E. 
Fuck, I missed N.A. Fuck, missed I'm N-A. out. John and John, sitting tree. <laughs> John and John are kissing in the old sitting tree. Hey, that's for sitting. Get out of there. John and John, giving tree. And they're just this reading is- the giving tree. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, if it's a teen today, and let me, I'm about to fucking go. So, here I go. Get out of his way, folks. Yeah, get out of my way. It'd be like, John and John. And then they're back to playing Fortnite on their phones. Put it down. Pay attention in class. There's history out there. You don't want to learn about the big wars that we had, that your daddy fought in? Come on. For your freedoms? Put the phones down. Just a second. F-O-R-T. Oh, fuck. Is there an E in it? Um, how about one more Yahoo? Quick one. No. Okay, so a bunch of people sent this one in. It's from Anonymous Yahoo Answers user, and I'm going to respect that. They asked, If I injected Einstein DNA, mm-hmm. will I become a genius? Depends where you inject it. Ah. Where'd you put it, Trap? To become smarter? Yeah, right become a lo- genius like the like Right in your heart. Ah, because he thought it was heart. Yeah, just like in um, Pulp Fiction. You don't have to have someone jam that needle right in there. Give me 50 cc's of Einstein dust. And did they say where they got the where they got the Einstein DNA from? Was it from his brain? Because if you gave me some, like, toe DNA, that's not going to make oh, me Oh, I don't want Einstein's stinky toe in my heart. That's what I'm saying. You got to give me some of that brain DNA. Maybe that's what's inside the uh, glowing... Briefcase is Einstein's bones. Does it just say, like, DNA? Yeah, so DNA's fun. It's like these letters that are in everything, I guess. Like, I got DNA that's like, you know, I have uh, tall DNA, handsome DNA, uh, love spaghetti DNA. (laughs) Basketball DNA. Basketball DNA. And so, like, all the letters come together to make my DNA. But it's in everything, so there's, like... Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm looking at a can of San Pellegrino. A can has metal DNA. The San Pellegrino has bubbly, delicious DNA. Um, I'm looking at other things. Phone DNA, uh, wallet DNA. Everything's got DNA, and it makes you what you are. So if I can hack it, mm-hmm. if I can give myself phone DNA, then I can play Fortnite in my dreams. I would rather put Einstein DNA into my phone. Yes. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yes. Because I don't want to be burdened with brilliance. I want someone else to be burdened with it for me. I want brilliance that I can lose in the pool. That's what I like. <laughs> now, that's what I call a smartphone. And if it doesn't work anymore, I'll take it to the genius bar. <laughs> oh, my God. Steve says you should always try to do two jokes in one. And that's what, <laughs> that's what you've done here. You've done two jokes with one joke. Thank you, Griffin. Can I try mine? I was sitting on it till the end of the bit. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. DNA and everything. Huh, it's all relative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That now, actually... I don't know that the setup has much to do with the punchline, but because uh, uh, Einstein worked on the theory it, of relativity. It, it, it also, but it also is like DNA and relatives. You're yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Travis, that was a, that was a, it's, Travis, uh, that was a triple. You did a triple joke. Okay, now, Justin, you do Hold a quadruple. Hold on. Be quiet. I'm calling Steve. <laughs> hey, Justin, before you connect with him, ask him about uh, it's hip to be EMC squared. Ask him about it's hip to be equals MC squared. Ask him about that. Siri, and call, say, Steve. call Steve. Call hey, Steve for me. Call Steve. It doesn't have Steve Martin. I don't think Siri Just saved Skype his him. Number. 
Just type. Maybe you do a make pretend bit. We do those sometimes where we make pretend. <sighs> All right. Yeah, he's here. Okay. You talking to Steve right now? Yeah. <laughs> on the horn. I'm on, I'm on the horn with Steve. FaceTiming? Let, let me run the line in. Hold on. Tell me about some of the best bits from this episode, Steve. Right. Thanks. I looped him into our Skype. Hi, Steve. Uh, hey, Steve. Hi, you're on with Steve, a wild and crazy guy. Ah, I love that bit. Earlier, I said Steve Farton. How do you feel about that? I used it. I, uh, I'm, I wasn't going to write the jerk, too, but now uh-huh. I am. Because I am a wild and crazy nice, guy. Nice, nice, Can I also offer you, just because it's right there, and I want to grab it, too, Dolly Farton? Steve, are you still there? Okay. Um, I want to stop here. We had some fun, but you paid me to be your comedy teacher, and I would yeah. be remiss to point out that that's very similar oh, to okay, Steve okay, Farton, okay. so you're going to lose the audience at that point. Well, okay, okay, okay. How about uh, uh, Shartan Short? No, Martin Shart. Okay. Morton, Morton Shart. Morton, sorry, Steve, we're nervous. Morton, Morton Shart. Shart. You liked it? Hold on. I'm pressing my fingers together, mm-hmm. and then it looks like I'm smelling them, but I'm just thinking. Listen to this. Chardonnay. And that's kind of a wine thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If Johnny Knoxville got into celebrity wine, right, uh-huh. I feel like he would make Chardonnay. Oh, that's good, Steve. Hey, Steve, like I always say, it's hip to be equals MC squared. Do you like it? Do you like that? Steve, do you I, like that? Steve, I actually Steve. used that in a movie I saw called Young Einstein. Ah, shoot. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, Steve, I, earlier I we were talking about Einstein. There's a bit of a setup, but... And then I said, DNA and everything, it's all relative. Did you like that, Steve? Was that, that Steve? I was so distracted by the plosives there. I, oh, I feel oh, right. that you have to have your equipment in place before. Okay, let me try to say it without any plosives. Okay. So earlier we were talking uh, out uh, <laughs> Einstein's DNA. He's laughing, he's laughing. This is good. That was Justin, actually. Okay. Hey, Steve. Yes. Yes. I saw. Um, this is the jerk. Hey, I watched Sheep Ride a Dozen too once when I was babysitting. It fucking sucked, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you need to watch it. You're on thin ice in my book. Can you even have his money back? You would think at some point I would have learned to stop doing movies with two at the end. Yeah, yep, I yep. did. I didn't, and I'm sorry for that. Um, how about we wrap up? Uh, yeah, let's, uh, Steve, let's, let's, Steve, one last, Steve, one last thing. Go on. I love you. Oh, thanks so much. Um, I mean, and I, I re- don't have to say it back if you don't want to, but. And I really it- hope, one thing I want to say is Steve Martin is I really hope that my Bim Bam listeners don't decide to tweet at me repeatedly mm-hmm. about this episode, because I think there's a lot of context that uh-huh. I would lack and I would kind of think. I don't know what I would think, but I really hope people, I really hope people don't tweet at me about this episode. Yeah. Because there's a lot of context that I would probably need to enjoy the fun spirit. People are going to think, for example, that this great comedy guy, Justin, maybe didn't take my class and was just goofing about it when the literal inverse is true. So I hope people don't tweet at me. Steve Martin about this episode of Mabim Bam is yeah I, I don't say. I don't want you to hear about the thing I said about cheaper by a dozen too 
But I stand by saying that mixed nuts eat a dog's whole asshole because <laughs> holy nut, shit, mixed nuts has its moments. Yeah, it, yeah, the end. <laughs> okay, uh, folks, that's gonna do it for us here. Uh, my brother, my brother, me, thank you so much for uh, uh, listening. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. We uh, let's see. We oh, well, that's more of a the adventure zone thing. But I'll mention it anyway. Two quick adventure zone things. Uh, we're doing a uh, this experience for the Mysterious Package Company um, called Taco's Correspondent School of Wizardry. Cantrips and other Cantrips magics. and other magics. Thank you. Uh, and if you go to bit.ly forward slash taco school, T-A-A-K-O school, but if you don't know that spelling, you're probably not going to enjoy this experience very much. Uh, who knows? You might. It could be fun. But uh, it's, uh, it's going to be kind of a story told through two mailings. Um, we've been working on the story this week, and I think it's going to be really fun. There's going to be like puzzles and activities and um, a special gift at the end when once you complete it, and it's going to be neat. So go... Uh, pre-order that. We also just announced a uh, on our our merchandise store, which you can find at merchsquad.com. Uh, we've got a new Bureau of Balance bracer that we're doing pre-orders on. That's also the Adventure Zone, but oh, McElroyMerch.com, not MerchSquad.com. McElroyMerch.com. I'm so sorry. MerchSquad.com is another thing. But those uh, Bureau of Balance bracers, that's a pre-order that's only going to go on until June 7th, I think. So if you want one of those, go get it. A uh, couple more quick plugs. We are going uh, to be on tour again Ugh. because you believe it? it's who we are now. We're tour boys. Mm. Um, we're going to be on tour again. We're going to be in uh, San Francisco in the middle of June, but that's already sold out. But we're also going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, June 16th, Saturday, June 16th, doing My Brother, My Brother and Me. You can get tickets for that. We're also going to be in Orlando, Florida, uh, August 31st, doing My Brother, My Brother and Me. And we're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia on uh, November, or sorry, September 1st, um, doing My Brother, My Brother and Me. You can get tickets for that at McElroyShows.com slash tours. While you're there, you can also grab tickets for the Adventure, uh, Adventure Zone graphic novel tour, uh, Cincinnati in July 18th, and uh, San Diego, July 20th. Um, and by going to that, you'll get a copy of the book. Or if you want to pre-order it, you can go to theadventurezonecomic.com. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed, which is very good. If you don't already have it, you should, because there's a bunch of good tracks on it. Uh, and thanks to Max Fun for having us. Go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great shows on there. Uh, or just go to McElroyShows.com if you want to hear other stuff that we do. Uh, I just said, I said just. I didn't mean just. Do both. Do both things. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Podcasts. 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 <laughs> They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like, like this. this. Like this. Like this? Yeah. But let's face it, all that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop podcasting yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes or MaximumFun.org.